G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Today, my guest is a pilot, if you can't tell by watching YouTube <laughs> and seeing the pilot uniform. I have a man of the skies who has come to digital assets and is the founder of ETH Jets. I have Nick Scott, nicknamed Moose. Mate, it's an absolute pleasure <laughs> to have you here. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Mate, look, obviously, you know, you're sitting in a hotel room, you've just gotten off your jet, you, you know, you, you're you're an active pilot right now. We know that, well, I know that much, the people now know that much as well. But <laughs> yeah. you know, what's your background and what brought you, obviously piloting, but what brought you into the digital asset space? You know, I think I've always, uh, two things that have been consistent in my life, and that's, you know, I've always had a dream for aviation. Um, you know, as a kid, you used to just pretend like being a, you know, pilot in the skies, being an airline pilot. And the other thing is I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. So um, I remember like going door to door in my neighborhood and selling like a guess how many, you know, jelly beans are in here and the winner gets a watch. And, you know, it was like some, you know, quarter machine watch or something. But I, you know, so from the time I was young, I've kind of always had that in me in aviation, and aviation. And it wasn't until I got into NFTs and uh, really kind of got hooked on them. But the more I searched, I'm like, I can't find an NFT with like true utility value. Um, I, I just wasn't into the speculation driving the prices up and down when there's nothing behind it. But, you know, false promise of a, a you know, crazy roadmap. So, yeah. OK, well, so how long have you been part four, by the way? So I actually started flying when I was 16 years old. Um, so started really early. Yeah. Um, professionally, I've been flying for a little over 20 years. I've got uh, a little over 13,000 hours of flying experience. Um, I've experienced uh, a certified flight instructor, multi-engine instructor, um, instrument instructor. I have my gold seal certificate, uh, which a very small portion of all instructors in the world have that. Um, I'm a training captain at my airline on the Airbus A320, 321. So it's something that it's definitely, it's, you know, it's a passion of mine. I love it. No, good to hear because passions yeah. help us to drive through the hard times that will eventually come yeah. at some point in all of our lives. So passion yeah. is a big, big thing. So look, let's jump in now. Thank you very much for introducing yourself and letting us know where you're from, what you do, how you do it. Obviously, you're very qualified to fly the big birds in the sky. Tell <laughs> yeah. us about ETH Jets. What, what's the business plan? And yeah, tell us the business plan. I, I want to understand what it is you're putting together here. And I want the audience to understand that as well. So tell us about ETH Jets. So each jet's really, you know, it was it was born with the idea of like, how can I how can I marry the two things that I'm really, you know, really passionate about NFTs, technology, Web3 and aviation. Uh, looking at those two things, I'm like, the only way I can make a business successful is if I can solve a problem or fill a void that's not currently there. Um, so the first thing I did is I started looking at, you know, jet charter outfits and what do they offer and calling different places and getting quotes. And one thing I realized right away was to to join or to access a private jet. Uh, it was extremely expensive through a jet card membership with a huge upfront fee. So US dollars, 20 plus thousand minimum just to join to then charter the jet. Um, then I started looking for how, are there any other ways where it can be affordable for the average person? Um, and the answer to that was really no. And that's kind of where eJets came about. Um, the more I dug in, I realized I'm going to be able to provide something that is not being provided at a cost that no one in their right mind in the industry would do um, without going for it like we are at eJets. And so we're basically giving you the opportunity to fly in a private jet for an affordable price. 
Well, um, if you're on any social media at all or anything to do with crypto, you will know that people love to be on private jets because that is the content yeah. that people want to see because it makes you look really rich. All right. Yeah. So I'm sure yeah. there'll be a lot of people that are very interested in that, not just for the experience of flying private, but the uh, the whole glory points. So that works yeah. in your favor. So let, tell me, what are you trying to do? Like you, obviously, you've got a series of 2,700 um, NFTs available. And what is that going towards? The proceeds, so the 20, yeah, yeah. So the proceeds are basically going to fund our first jet. So the jet in, in question here would be a Gulfstream 4. Uh, the Gulfstream 4 is a beautiful jet. It has a great legacy, great history of uh, well-maintained. It's a beautiful jet. Um, seats up to 12 people, but more importantly, the demand. So the demand for the large cabin jet right now is absolutely insane and has increased uh, year over year, especially since COVID. And look, I understand that, well, hang on, how, how much do one of these jets cost for a start? Um, so a Gulfstream 4, um, a used one that we're looking at is right around four and a half uh, million. Oh. Um, so it's actually affordable, but, you know, we've yeah. got to do paint interior. You compare that to like a G550, uh, which is like a, you know, a longer range version. Um, you, uh, the average person wouldn't be able to tell the difference, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, it's got an extra window. Um but, you know, some one of those jets, you're looking at like 15 million. So this is why the G4s are in high demand right now. Okay. And am I right in saying, like, I've, I've looked through your pitch deck or whatever you want to call it. And you're saying yeah. that one of these jets can provide $3 million a year net profit? Yeah. So, you know, with the demand, like I was saying, the demand is absolutely uh, insane right now. Uh, last year alone, over $200 million. Um, uh, went unfulfilled in charter requests. So there was $200 million in charter requests that people couldn't fulfill because there were a lack of aircraft. Um, that said, we have the ability to really charter our plane out 800 to 1,000 hours a year, uh, which is quite a bit due to the demand. Um, so when you look at, you know, costs, expenses, or, you know, expenses with pilots, maintenance, fuel, um, upkeep, um, things of that sort, minus what we can do, the uh, the net profit on these is is pretty amazing. So we're looking at you know just a little over three million dollars a year in net profit. It's uh, it's a crazy like that's a huge amount of missed opportunity. And uh, you know we were speaking prior to hitting the record button, and you're saying that since COVID there's been a big shift um, in the wealth gap. And is that you said that something along the lines of ten percent of what was sort of owned and run by the commercial sector is in like, you know, your major airlines, first class business class has gone across to, they've lost that. And is that now in the private sector, private jet sector now? Yeah, it is. So, um, I mean, I think it's, it's no surprise if you look at, you know, the, the gap in, in income, um, during COVID the rich got substantially richer. I mean, it's no secret. And that's really driven the demand for private jet travel along with the restrictions and COVID and, you know, things that are being, you know, put on the people and just the general flying experience, even the first class, anymore, it's horrible. Um, and so you have people now that have the funds to fly private. Traditionally, private jet uh, industry uh, only represented about 10% of total demand in terms of like luxury travel. Whereas uh, just this last year, they've uh, gained another 10% where the airlines have lost 10%. So um, they now basically represent 20% of the luxury travel um, in the private jet uh, segment. So look, I think you probably sort of half, half, like, I think you probably answered it to a certain extent already, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Yeah. 
what's the gap you're trying to fill? And obviously, we know there's a $200 million gap in bookings that sort of went to the wayside last year. Of course, as people are aware of that, you're going to have more entrepreneurs that are out there trying to fill that market. What are you like? Obviously, you're not just being a you know private jet charter company. You're also including mm -hmm. these NFTs in there. So what gap are you actually filling aside from the $200 million that, that can go into the coffers of, you know, ETH jets? What, what, what are you trying to achieve here? What's the gap? Now, that's a that's a great question because you know we've got that I get that question a lot like well you know what is the uh, you know what is the attitude in the industry how are they going to be receptive and it's um, the cool thing about this project is we're really doing something that nobody else is doing mm -hmm. by offering the empty leg travel at an affordable rate so what most people will never tell you is that when you want to charter a jet and go from A to B. If that plane is sitting over in C, you're going to pay for that plane to go from C to A and then fly you from A to B and then fly back from B to C empty. So you're paying for three legs in that one way trip. And what that does is that creates those two empty legs. And so what we're doing and kind of the gap we're filling is really not only the demand to travel, but to make it affordable. And so essentially what we're doing is we have a revolutionary app. It's going to be absolutely beautiful. Our team designing it. It's amazing. I can't wait to, to show everybody. But that app will give you a push notification anytime an empty leg is published. So you, as an each NFT holder, you'll be able to see that leg, and those legs are going to be published for 90-plus percent off. So let's just say simple math that it was $1,200 to go from um, C to A in my example, right? Um, $1,200. There's 12 seats. You can then go on reserve it and say you want it now when you reserve it you reserve the entire plane but there's 12 seats so let's say it's just you and, and a significant other and you just want two seats the app will then ask you if you want to help offset your cost by selling your remaining seats you can then do so and the app will then list the 10 remaining seats for a hundred dollars a piece so if you fill that plane up you just paid a hundred dollars per seat to fly in a gulfstream jet on a flight that's probably at least thirty to forty thousand dollars for that leg, if you were to charter it by yourself. And so, otherwise, if you didn't fill those seats, you're looking at what twelve hundred bucks. You're looking at twelve hundred bucks. I mean, it it's cheaper than a first class ticket. It's cheaper than some you know coach tickets if you're buying them last minute. So, yeah. and you're getting the experience of flying on a private jet. Um, so yeah. I mean that that's really what we're filling. We're kind of filling a a gap there that doesn't exist, and that's what's so exciting about it is we're not just you know, taking an existing charter business model and slapping a cool NFT on top of it. We're creating like a whole new segment of private jet travel. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, here is a great idea for your anniversary. Get yourself <laughs> one of these NFTs, get yourself on one of those legs and get yourself to a good booking for dinner because it will go down very well. You don't have to tell them That's how right. much it costs. Well, maybe you do because you want to stay married. I'm not sure. <laughs> they might think, you just blew 40 grand in a private jet. We don't need this. <laughs> no, I didn't, darling. It's fine. Um, but you talked about the team and the app and how it's going to be beautiful and how it's going to flow. It's a perfect segue, really, to go into the team. Uh, I've had a look through yeah. your website. You've got some superstars in that work with, with, I think, the Dallas Cowboys or some major, major companies, major yeah. businesses. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that team so we can shore up our you know, understanding of who you've got on the technology side? Of course, the piloting and the business side, that's, you know, by the by. Um, well, it's not by the by, but obviously you've got the yeah. experience. I want to understand who's behind the technology and whatnot. So if you wouldn't mind just letting us know, that'd be great. Absolutely. I think the coolest thing about this project um, is that uh, about 75%, 80% of our team have all come from people who started in our community that were just interested in the project to buy it. 
and yeah. ended up giving up some some really cool ideas and insight. And so that's, you know, initially how we got Mike. Uh, you'll see Mike on there. He is an engineer from Canada, and he basically started the project, and we had like 10 people in there. And it was his idea to develop the app. It wasn't mine. Um, it was his idea, and I thought, man, this is this is awesome. Um, you want to take, you want to do it? And he's like, let's go. Uh, this is what I do for a living. So he's a very successful engineer, and he has basically like mastered the back-end development side for our app. So the user experience is going to be, you know, flawless. Uh, so you have Mike, uh, who's who's great. Uh, then you have uh, a guy in our, our Discord. His name's Freddie. We call him Steady Freddie, and he's kind of like our Discord community guy. He he yeah. looks out for the community, kind of gives us insights to what's going on, how to help build the community. <laughs> Because that's a word that is uh, thrown around really easy in the NFT space. But I think that um, by having Freddie on there early on, it really helped me understand and respect the fact that when you have a strong community, which we're seeing now because our Discord is like blown up in the last 48 hours. Um, and we have, you know, hundreds of people answering questions and, and talking to these people. And it's not just me on there or Freddie or people from the team. And I think it's because our community grew from a very small base and we did it the right way organically. Uh, so it's a really like tight knit group. Uh, so you got Freddie, who's absolutely amazing. He's got, you know, a uh, background in logistics and he's just the man when it comes to community. And you got OG Damon Dallas. He's kind of our hype man. If you ever hype on our uh, uh, Twitter spaces, he's always on there playing the music, making everybody laugh. But, you know, you don't want to let that confuse you because he is mastermind in the NFT world. He's got his own group called Chain of Fools, where it's kind of like an alpha group and they, take things from projects. And so his perspective of over projects that have done really well versus not so well and what they did well and didn't do well have been huge and instrumental in helping us guide this project. Uh, next one will be Sean, who's Mr. Gray on there. Very, very lucky to have Sean. Everything you see digitally is Sean. Um, right. And I'll absolutely brag him up. Uh, their team did digital work for United Airlines, uh, Wawa, which is like a major gas station, the UFC, They've dealt with some major, major brands, and I 100% could not afford him uh, had he not been so into this project that he believes in what we're doing and we're changing it, that he actually came on board with the team. So to have someone of his caliber is insane, and they're developing uh, everything long term. So we've got the build out for the booking engine and the website, Post Mint. Uh, that's all Sean and his team. And then we've brought on Meg BZK. She's got an amazing, we brought her on to do our socials. She's just super talented at connecting with people and giving like, you know, very quick, like 60 second clips that make sense. Um, she's got a great following on TikTok, uh, Twitter. She's got great YouTube content. So she came on board originally just to do those for us. And then we actually loved her ideas and insights so much. We're like, you want to come on the team full time, long term with this project. And so she just came on. And then last but not least, we just got on Mason. Uh, crypto mason he's got a big following uh, over a million people on on tiktok twitter youtube and his insights to just crypto in general um and expertise in that that nature have been huge uh in the project and helping us build what we are doing yeah right geez you gotta yeah. pick going on there mate and it sounds like yeah. the thing is you know entrepreneurs and, and good people when they find something good they'll go for it do you know what i mean like it's yeah. i want to work on this rather than someone's going to pay me lots of money on a project that i don't really have too much interest yeah. other than the money. So that's really great to hear. Yep. Now, yeah. your community Nobody's is it in Telegram, Discord. Where is it? I'm sorry, say it again. Yeah, your community you're talking about. Is it sort of, is it a Discord? Oh. Is it a Telegram? Yeah. 
everything NFT is all on the Discord. Um, yeah. And so if you go to our website, ethjets.com or .io, so ethjets.io, you'll see a, a link there for Discord. Join that, and there's a ton of information about the project. How many people you got in there? Uh, you know, we have, I want to say 1,400 people. I think we've, we've had like 800, 700 people, 800 people increase just the last like 48 hours. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's finally the word's kind of gotten around. So, and everybody comes in and they're like, how has this only got a thousand people? Yeah. This is so much more legit than some of these PFP projects, you know, I'm, that have 10,000, but ours is more genuine, uh, I think. And maybe, maybe not, even real people, not just bots. It's 100% <laughs> real people. Yeah, I didn't really think about that, but yeah, it's like genuine conversations. I mean, I could tell you at least 30 people on our Discord, um, you know, what's going on in their lives right now, just because I've been able to interact with them for the last five, six months. Well, that's one of the things that you see in a lot of these Telegram and Discord groups. They, they'll say, oh, we've got 70,000 people that have just joined in the last two hours. So they might try and make a big hype. And it's like, yeah, you've just bought a bunch of bots, you dickhead. It's not worth anything. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's not real. You're lying to me. You're trying to hype the project. So that's refreshing. <laughs> now, I want to ask yeah. the, the next question is, where are these jets going to be? Because I love the idea, right? I love the mm -hmm. idea. And we'll get to some more of the utility in just a moment so people can truly understand not just the 90% off or those, you know, those legs and whatnot. Of course, that's a brilliant thing anyway. But there are, in yeah. fact, some more things linked back to the wallet. We'll get there in a second. But where will, mm -hmm. let's say, the, the first jet be? And where, where will the first few be in the world? So primarily in the U.S., the G4s, it, it is a global aircraft, but it's primarily going to be flying you know, within the United States, um, mm -hmm. a lot up and down the coast, but every major city and, you know, really in between for the first, uh, I would say the first three jets, our, our goal is to do three G4s right out of the gate. Um, those three G4s um, target goal would be to fund a G550, which would then be a true global jet that could operate all over Europe. And they're the 15 and million neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not cheap, but um, no, I'm sure the running cost got the legs to do it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, now, sort of leading on from that, of course, I'm here in Australia, and a lot of my little—I mm -hmm. got listeners all over the world, uh, but Australia has a big, a big chunk of of my listeners. Then it's the US after that. For someone like me, obviously, early days. Unless I go to the states, I'm probably not going to be flying on your jet. Yeah. So, if someone in Australia who is listening to this goes, "Well, that sounds great, Craig. I'd love to fly private, but..." I live in Australia and I'm not going to the US yeah. anytime soon and to try and connect all the dots. It sounds like too much of a hassle. Why would I be interested in this? Can you let us know what, what the benefit there would be for someone like me to own one of these passes? Yeah, no, absolutely. So it's, it's funny you mentioned that because some of our like uh, uh, more prominent people in our discord, they're all from Australia. Uh, so I'm learning your time zone for sure. Um, <laughs> what's going on, you know, cause when I, I'm an early riser. And so I get up like five in the morning, four in the morning and they're like, Hey, what's up Moose? Um, you know, cause they're finishing their day. But, um, so that exactly that, that problem, how can we bring value from the beginning? It was all these projects. They're not providing real value in any sense other than just the hyper speculation on an image, um, or the metaverse. So we can provide value for chartering the jet, empty leg, but what else? What can we do for people in your situation or half our discord out in Australia? That's where the community wallet came in. Okay. Um, and so what we've done and are going to do is 10% of the profits from the charter company will be donated into a community wallet. So the community wallet will be structured on Gnosis safe. So everybody can see it. It's fully transparent. The people on our discord, which will then turn to a member only discord 
we'll post our financials so they can see exactly what's going on in the operation. So 10% of that profit every quarter will be donated into the community wallet. And then based on what pass you hold, you'll be able to promote the project and we can pay you an ETH for doing so. Because when we set this up, I thought, okay, I'm going to pay them, you know, I'm going to do 10% and then pay everybody in there. And the minute I really started getting serious and talking, your legal team went, no, you won't. Yeah. They were just like, not a chance that's going to happen. So then I switched gears and thought, okay, what we're going to do is buy like, you know, five Teslas and auction them off, or maybe buy a house for some, you know, buy a house and auction it off or give it away to somebody in there, you know, kind of gimmicky stuff, but yeah. that was all I, I thought I could do. Uh, and then it hit me because I literally get like 10 DMs a day from people saying, I'll promote your project for 0.2 ETH. I'll do a pin tweet for one ETH, guaranteed yeah. 10,000 followers. And then it just clicked. I'm like, you know what? I could pay my own people to, to promote our project. Took it to the attorneys and they were like, that's gold. Let's go. So based on the three tier passes, so we, with a global pass, you'll get the opportunity to promote one time every quarter. If you have a captain pass, you can promote up to three times every quarter. And our Top Gun pass is three times every quarter as well. Now, a question around that, because I love that. And, and just to sort of, yeah. I guess, put that into a bullet point. Effectively, if I own a um, uh, captain's pass, I can do okay. one promotion per quarter. And that could be something as simple three. as a YouTube. Three, three. That could, yep. be a, that could just be a tweet. Um, it could be a tweet or doesn't mean it doesn't it doesn't matter how many followers you have. I've got that question. I only have, you know, my four brothers are the only ones who follow me. Great. As long as you tweet it legally, tag each jets, we're going to have a mechanism and a system in place where you can upload it. And that system will verify that it is a valid tweet. It'll then disperse the funds to your wallet that you have connected. That was the question I was going to ask is yeah. how are you going to validate you know, someone goes, because it's not so much, I and mean, you could just say, oh, look, you know, these people are promoting it. But if the SEC or whoever board comes in and says, well, hang on, you've got to prove to us now that you are promoting, because it becomes an operational cost as opposed to a dividend or a yield, which means that you would be security, right? So that's why you're going along this path. So you've got to, you don't right. get your payment until you prove that you've done the promotion of ETHJets, correct? Correct. Correct. And it's got to be a tagged post or it's got to have, you'll have some sort of form of software that will pull that and see how many times it's been tagged. It will calculate who who's done what, blah, 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 and go from there. Is that right? Yeah. So, I mean, if you own multiple passes, let's say you own a captain pass, two captain passes and a, uh, a global pass, you can tweet seven times every quarter. So at some point you will have received your initial investment back and I can't guarantee it. You know, that's a big thing with the attorneys. So, Make sure I'm very transparent. You know, that depends no, like, on the price of it as well, right? Yeah, I mean, it just. It, but it, I, I've yet, and I have not seen one project um, give back to that capacity to their members. And in the beginning, yeah, it's gonna be small. I mean, even though one jet is gonna make three million dollars, which is a lot of money, you take ten percent of that's three hundred thousand. But if you know, if you're spreading that around, you know, amongst five, six, seven thousand tweets, you know, it may only be fifty, eighty, hundred dollars, something like that. But that's in the beginning on one jet. Now you start multiplying that and expanding the fleet. And so you can kind of see where I'm going that at some point, just by holding these passes, yeah, it'll be a good idea. <laughs> well, the other thing is as well is that, you know, and thank you for answering that question, by the way, Moose. Yeah. The other question, like, the other thing that I want people to understand is the scarcity. So yeah. when I said before, how many are in your Discord? You're like 1,400. People go, oh, that's not very many. But you've got to remember there's only 2,700 passes. 
Um, Correct. Because, well, really, realistically, there doesn't need to be more for the, you know, the access to, and is this just going to be for one jet or it will just expand over the fleet? Will you offer more NFTs as you do upgrade and buy another jet and another jet and another jet and so on and so forth? No. Um, and that's the thing, you know, I came from the community because when this started, I kind of was copying what everyone else did. We did, I was going to do 10,000 NFTs and they were all going to be priced at, you know, like 0.19 or 0.17. I don't even remember anymore, but, um, and it, um, you know, it was going to kind of be modeled. I was copying what everyone else is doing. I didn't really know yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. And uh, through this yeah. process and like truly getting to know and plugging in with the community, um, you know, asked him one day, does this make sense? Like, do you guys like this? Because to me, I feel like it'd be much more valuable if there were less. Would you be willing to pay more? And everybody in there was like, absolutely. Um, and so it, it kind of things changed and shifted for us because we're like, you know what? We don't need to copy what everyone else is doing and do the 7,777 or 10,000 and have 15,000 members. It's like, we have a pretty small community, but they're legit people. Um, they're awesome people. And um, so having 2,700 NFTs um, provides that value. But more importantly, what I'm getting at is we don't plan to, you know, for every plane, do a whole nother mint. So okay. these planes itself, and that's the beauty of this, it's the NFT project is tied to a real business. Mm. And that real business will generate the revenue to buy additional aircraft. And so as this business grows, so does the value in your NFT pass, because we're not going to, you know, saturate it and continue to dump, you know, a whole nother set of 2,500 yeah. with every jet. So just, just on that. 2700 passes now if if you had your way i would i would guess from the business understanding of, of how this might work you'd want one pass per person so therefore you've got more people that can be promoting more well, you, you still like more people a larger degree of people or a larger amount of people using it the service and of course anyone who's using it's going to be taking their selfies they're going to be tagging you they're going to be saying hey look i'm on a private jet it's eth jets i'm, a, I'm on an nft holder but it's going to you know snowball one would hope is there a limit on how many passes people can buy to make sure that it's not just taken out by whales that just sit back and go ha, 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 you want to fly <laughs> private well you can buy one for 15 grand <laughs> yeah so <laughs> that's awesome man Actually, we, we, um, you know, we're going to set a limit of five, uh, per wallet, five. but it, it's actually more beneficial. I'd, I'd much rather each person buy multiple passes okay. for the reason that exclusivity, um, you know, less people, um, you know, all trying to click on that empty leg at the same time. But, mm. uh, and that's why we added a perk. If you own a global pass and a captain pass, we're going to give you three friends and family passes a year. And what that means is if you have a brother in brisbane and uh, you, you see it. an empty leg i got it you see an empty leg on there and you, you see an empty leg from brisbane to sydney and you're like hey come on the sh you know i need you out here but he's not an each at holder rather than risk you having to send your pass to his wallet and have something corrupted yeah. or stolen if you own two um or a top gun pass you're going to be able to in the system select i want to use one of my friends and family passes which will be good on empty legs or just chartering the jet, but most of us are going to be using those empty legs. And he will be able to hop on that with a plus one. So it'll be good for two seats on that jet. And you can use that with a friends and family pass. So um, to circle back to your original thing, uh, five NFT max per um, transaction. And gauging from pre-mint and some, some analytics we've done, we see most people are interested in owning multiple passes. Yeah, well, I can see why. Um, well, thanks for answering that. Now, yeah. <laughs> in your pitch deck, you've got 
Um, I think your calculations are based on the Ethereum price being 1500 or above. Now, of course, <laughs> Ethereum currently is below that and has a yeah. potential to go further down. I notice what you've done and what you discussed with me is that you're pricing it in USD. The USD will then be whatever amount, like at the time of when are you locking the sort of floor price, I suppose, on ETH? Yeah. So what we did was, um, and that's again, I think one of the greatest things about our team and this community is we've been able to pivot. Like this project has pivoted so many times uh, since we've started. And this was an, another pivot. I mean, when ETH was like 3,000, I thought 1,500, it'll never get that low. But just in case, you know, we could we can make this work with a smaller jet. Um, once it tanked past there, it's like, all right, it's time to pivot again. And talking with the community, um, you know, really everyone had said, hey, rather than, you know, try to buy a smaller jet like a Citation uh, with lower returns and it'd be a longer path to getting the Gulfstream, we really want to just go for the Gulfstream. And so what we did was we priced everything to raise the exact amount we needed to buy the Gulfstream, paint it, um, put a new interior in it, send our pilots to training, send our mechanic to training, as well as keep um, a huge chunk of that in reserves because things will break. It's a plane to their like boats. And when they break, it's smallest piece is extremely expensive. Yeah. Um, and so we've transitioned to that. And so what we're going to do is on July 8th, whatever the price of ETH is, that will be the conversion rate to USD for the pass. And that'll be locked in for the mint on July 11th. Okay, so mint on July 11th. ETH price locked in July 8th. Price is Correct. already on the uh, ethjets.io website. So we've got an understanding of the date, when, what, how, why, passive well, hold income on. potential there too. Yeah, let me tell you this. And the reason why too, right? With with the price uh, prices, how many projects and anybody listening who's bought an NFT, anybody listening who's bought an NFT has been rugged or has lost like 95% of the value? Personally, I mean... I was like on a streak where everything I bought went to zero shortly after. And it's because they put all this hype. And if there's any change in ETH or the market or anything, they just tank. And so yeah. rather than continue with the prices we had before in ETH, knowing that there's a really small chance this is successful, um, all of us agreed. Like the only way we're going to put this out there with these prices, is if this is what we need to make it successful. So the people buying know that it's going to work at these prices. Yeah, at least to start it on your first jet. Yeah. And then from yeah. there, as long as you're booking the, you know, as long as you're taking your $3 million of the 200 million surplus, then you've got a successful business, which will then yeah. be able to expand into other jets. Of course, raising something like, I don't know, let's say 3 million that you're raising, something around that figure in USD. Yeah. Buys you the jet, your training, everything that you said. If you can get the even two to 3 million uh, out of the business over the first year and you're going to be sharing the operating costs and whatnot in the Discord group, which will be locked and closed for pass mm -hmm. holders only, which makes sense because yeah. they're involved now. Um, they're passengers, so to speak, uh, to yeah, use yeah. your airline lingo. Uh, and then <laughs> um, from there, you'll be looking to reinvest a lot of those funds that you can back into expanding the fleet and taking a bigger chunk of that $200 million pie. Is that sort of the rough idea? Yeah. That's it. So the goal is to get to 10 jets. Um, one jet will help us uh, fund two additional jets. We've got um, a commitment from local bank uh, president where I live, who, who works with the partner that uh, we're going to be operating our our aircraft under their certificate, um, that if we can show revenue for one jet, he'll, he'll basically finance two more for us. So um, that'll bring three jets and then three jets will we'll, uh, multiply into 10 relatively quickly with those type of returns. So. The wow. goal is 10. 
Yeah. Excellent. Goal is 10, which will get you up between 30 and $50 million revenue a year. Yes, sir. Yeah. Profit, actually, because you were saying $3 million profit, net profit off of one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. So. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, my final question for you, Nick. Yeah. I want to know, I want to give you, open the floor so that you can tell us, you know, you, obviously this is a great idea. You've been in the aviation industry for a long time. You can see a gap in the market from a pure business point of view. It makes absolutely logical sense to be pursuing private charter in the US right now. And I'm going to be looking at options here in Australia uh, <laughs> because I was blown away with the 200 million. I'm like, mm, what is it here? Yeah. Um, so yeah. the business model makes sense. You've got the NFT into, uh, again, to give to the community, but also to create an environment where, you know, it probably bring down some of the costs as well because you're able to link those 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 link up flights around. So therefore, mm -hmm. your normal clients, your very ultra like ultra wealthy clients that will be using the service at full price, they might get your service for a little bit less because one of the legs is being covered by one of the you know NFT holders to to come back on that ninety percent discount. What mm -hmm. will have to happen for you and your team to be able to sit back and go, we did it. Not just 10 jets, <laughs> what else is it? Like, what, what's the vision coming to life and being realized from where you see it now? What does that mean? You know, I think, uh, you know, I've really been thinking about this a lot lately. Um, for me, it it's not just the, the 10 jets, but I think it's changing the dynamics, how people will start to view an industry. And uh, I'm nowhere, I'm not even, you know, trying to put ourselves on the, the footprint of Uber, right? But before Uber, it was everyone was just content and cool with paying 50 bucks for crappy service in a taxi cab. That yeah. was normal. And now you can hop in an Uber for half the price. And if you want a better service, you know, you can pay a little bit more. But, you know, they've revolutionized an industry. And I truly believe that what we're doing, especially with the Web3, the smart contracts, the transparency, the community, everything we're doing um, in the Web3 side in conjunction with this business, I think when we can start to see this catch on with some of the major companies saying, Hey, how, how do I do what you guys did? That'll be kind of like the aha moment where I'll, I think I'll, I'll feel pretty good. Like we're, ch we're changing how people view an entire segment of an industry. Yeah. So, Yeah. Well, I mean, look, let's be honest. I mean, you, your, your example of Uber, Uber's gone to ship here, excuse my French in Australia, um, <laughs> but so too is airlines. Like, I fly yeah. quite a bit and um, the major airlines here I've had uh, out of the last seven flights, I've had five cancel, not not delay, cancel, flat out cancel, um, which incurs more costs because you've got to go away from the airport, you've got to book your accommodation, you've got to do all this sort of stuff. Then you've got to claim it back. Then you've got to wait. And do they make the claiming process easy? No, they don't. Um, there's, there's a reason behind that. So. There is yeah. so much opportunity for the aviation industry, um, particularly helping people to get from A to B on time and reliability, mm -hmm. especially in business. Because if I've got to go and present, say, in um, from Sydney, I've got to fly to Brisbane, and I've got to present 6.30 p.m. tomorrow night, I'll generally get in at maybe 3.30. By the time I get to my hotel, it'll be maybe 4.30. I get time to chill out, have a shower, whatever, get myself ready to present. But the problem I've got now is that I kind of have to go the day before which means yeah. more cost because I'm not working from my terminal here. I'm working from a laptop when I'm on, you know, when I'm in a hotel, but it also adds an additional night of hotel stay because I got to get there. I got to be on stage. I can't go, Oh yeah, sorry. Everyone come back tomorrow. You know, it, mm -hmm. it, they've made it so bad. It's so horribly off track and off kilter right now that businesses would look 
at a, a cheaper or or, or a um, you know any option to get them from A to B when they know that they can actually get there with less amount of time. And of course, that's why private charters exist is that the wealthy go, well, I don't want to stuff around and waste time. I want to go from here to here. And I want to go now so they can yeah, still be productive. Yeah. And so there's a real opportunity. I'm not sure what the same in the States, but here in yeah. Australia, my goodness, our aviation industry has absolutely gone down the gurgler, as we would say. <laughs> I've never heard that word before. You never heard that one. I'll teach you a lot. I'm, I'm the king of uh, king of euphemisms. I'm oh, not euphemisms. I'm the king of uh, of analogies over here. <laughs> but um, Nick, I just wanted to say for a start, thank you so much for your time. I know you're busy, and I'm glad you're not flying tonight because it's just come dark, and I'm watching the lightning behind you, and it's pretty nasty out there. <laughs> yeah. Better to be in a hotel room than flying a plane. Yes, I am. Yep, I'm in. So the thank you for your room. time. Final thing is, I want you to be able to tell us where we can find out more about ETH Jets. Of course, ethjets.io is the place to find it. Uh, of course, I've not been paid, promoted, nothing for this interview, ladies and gentlemen. This is just me being interested in the space. Um, Nick, let us know where we can find out more about the project. Yeah, so uh, the best place to go is um, our website, ethjets.io. So ethjets.io. On there, you're going to see a lot of information. You're going to see our three passes, and that's where you're going to see really a detailed line-by-line -line item, side-by-side -side comparison of the different perks that you get with each pass because each pass is different, and there is a different price to it. The big thing, though, is you're going to see a button there for Join Discord. Discord is really everything for, for these NFT projects, including ours. So uh, join the Discord and ask away. Um, I mean, ask any dumb question you think that you, you know hasn't been asked already. There's an answer section, question section, but the people in there are awesome. And that's, I mean, this is really how this interview got set up, right? It was from someone in our Discord yeah. uh, reaching out. And so it just goes to show that people truly believe in this project and what we're doing. Um, and that means a lot for sure. Unreal. Well, thank you so much for your time once again, Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. it is Nick Scott founder of ETH Jets. I uh, appreciate your time. And I look forward to seeing you uh, get this thing off the ground. But um, Thank you. Oh, no pun. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. You have yourself a fantastic day. I'll speak to you again very soon. Bye for now.